What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the Finta Football Podcast. Uh, after a two-week little break, uh, unplanned break, but happy to be back. Talk some some soccer action. Um, sorry for that little little two weeks off. Uh, just the first the first week. Uh, just had some personal things that had to, had to deal with. Couldn't make it that day. And then we're sp- we had a uh, interview scheduled for last week, but just a conflict of schedules uh, didn't make it happen. But we should have um, the original interview scheduled for next week, hopefully. Um, but today, I just wanted to I wanted to get back on here and just uh, talk some more soccer, some action that's been going on around the world, and also talk some key games that are coming up. We got some Champions League games coming up next week. The knockout stages begin. And then we also got the FIFA Club World Cup going on right now, which is which I think is the is important. So I'll start off with that. Um the FIFA Club World Cup, as we all know, is going on right now. Um for those it's it's close to home kinda this time because we got we got a Mexican team in there. A well-known Mexican team, Tigres, who's going to take on a uh, European powerhouse, Bayern Munich. Um, just my initial thoughts on that. It's going to be really tough for for Tigres. But um, before we talk about just the the analyzing the game and uh, previewing it, uh, I just wanted to to take some time to just kind of point out how big or how how big of an accomplishment this is for um for Tigres the soccer the Tigres club in the last decade for those of you who don't know who don't know or who don't follow soccer as much uh the club Tigres from Mexico has probably been uh the biggest team in terms of winning stuff titles they've probably been the biggest biggest team in North America uh, I think they've won five titles in the last 10 years under their legendary coach, El Tuca Ferretti, which is no easy feat, especially in a in a tough Mexican league where it's really unpredictable. Every year there could be a different champion. But just the just point at pointing out the the project that they've built down there um ever since it seems like it started ever since they were uh, signed their big big name in uh Andre Pierre Gignac, who is their star star number nine, their star striker, who who has honestly produced so much for them, has has brought them so much titles, um, so much joy to that to that city, who's really, really from what I hear from fans from there, are really passionate about about that team. So just quickly wanted to point point that out that it's this is a really big accomplishment for not just Tigres, but for the Mexican Federation, I'd say the Mexican uh, the Mexican League. At the end of the day, they are representing Mexican soccer, and and it just goes to show how competitive um, of a league that we have down in Mexico. And to start off, to start off with the preview, but yeah, um, like I said, uh, Tigres will be facing Byron and. And whether they win or lose, you know, it's just it's still. I think we gotta we gotta point out 
how how big of an accomplishment it is. It just more I wanted to say because I, on social media, uh, Twitter, you know, I pay attention to a lot of the soccer anal analytics, the people who analyze it, and just fans too. Um, have been the Mexican people tend to do this is just to bring down its other other Mexicans and just because it's a team, it's not your team who's representing us i mean it doesn't it doesn't mean we shouldn't we shouldn't support them you know uh at the end of the day they are representing the mexican league as a whole so i think it's important to to support them to show our support for this mexican team it's a big stage in world football and and we should want them to win you know i've seen a lot of a lot of people on social media that nah they're, they're gonna get killed um byron munich is byron munich you know all those 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 internet uh those they're not they're not real fans because I take it from like my perspective I'm not a fan of theaters at all um I, I'm actually pretty I'm I'm an America fan and they've been in the final they've beaten us in the final so I kind of hold some grudges against them but but right right now I'm like dude this is a this is a big a big thing you know a Mexican team is representing Mexico against one of the biggest teams in Europe, arguably the best team in the world. It's like, how how do we not want them to do good or win, you know? And it's it, it kind of similar to the situation in the, the last World Cup when Mexico faced Germany. It's our own people, our own fans were like, ah, Mexico's going to get killed. Mexico's going to get crushed. You know, why don't I even watch it? You know, stuff like this and that. We would hear it. I'd hear it social media now and yeah obviously germany is a powerhouse but in the that's it, great that's the crazy thing about soccer is literally anything could happen you know on any given day you could come out inspired and put on a great performance like in that game in that case mexico beat germany no one thought about it, no one thought it and then we beat it we did it you know so it just it's kind of some i kind of um relate those two because it's similar in what what i'm seeing right now with with got people on internet um fans of other teams not wanting uh club theaters to do to do well to, they want actually wishing them to get destroyed by Bayern. it's like come on man like you gotta you gotta support um your mex they're at the end of the day they're from mexico and i think it's it's important to show support you know so with that being said uh hopefully they do well in that game uh we're gonna get into a little preview of just what i think um but in my opinion i i honestly i honestly don't see it as being that far off you know i i actually i feel like they could they could surprise byron you know if you look deeper into it byron's not byron's coming off they're not in the best form if you if you if you look at their recent games you know they got knocked out of their their german cup by a third division side you know if theatres faces that div third division side i think theatres is a stronger team you know in the league they've been struggling they this last week they um this last game they tied 1-1 to berlin after they were down 1-0 so so if you look deep deeper into the into the analyzing Byron's coming off not that great form you know and on the other hand Theodas is coming off uh, 
a good win against a good Brazilian team, Palmeiras. I think if you look at both semifinal games, uh, Tigres had the tougher road to get to the final. So, yeah, I, I, I don't see how it's going to be impossible for Tigres to win. I honestly see that they ha think they have a chance. And my points are because Tigres is, has a system. They, they know how to play under their longtime manager. He, he sets them up really nice. So they're, they're not going to get broken down easily. You know, it's not going to be... I don't see Bayern scoring three-plus goals on this team, especially because of the form that their center back, their star center back, Carlos Salcedo, Mexican international, is leading that back line right now. You know, Tigres is no, no, it's going to be no easy pass. And I feel like people are writing them off saying they have no chance against the, the Champions League winners, the best team in Europe, this and that. Yeah, it, it's going to be a tough game. And I'm not going to lie, Tigres, I think, has to play a perfect game in every sense. No mistakes. Um, keep possession of the ball at times when they need to. It, they're going to need to do everything perfect in order to to get a result from this game. But like I said, it's soccer. Anything could happen. And the way Bayern's been been performing recently, I don't see why why we can't why we can't do do something, you know? Why Tigres can't do something. Um like like Chicharito said in the in the in the German versus Germany. Imaginemos cosas chingonas, you know? <laughs> Imagine dope shit. <laughs> You know why not see why not imagine or visualize Tigres beating a European powerhouse? Why not? You know, it'd be it'd be a a moment in the history books for sure. And who doesn't want to want to see? You know, who wouldn't want to see that? I mean, like I said, I'm not a fan of them, but I definitely like to see Tigres come up with the win. Why not? Same for any. I mean, it's the same for um. If any other team was there, any other Mexican team representing our area, the Concacaf, you know, we, I, I would want, I would want them to do well, you know. So yeah, that should be a good game. I'm looking forward to that. Uh, I think it's pretty early since the time differences are are pretty, pretty different from Qatar in here, but that's definitely one to to keep your eye out for. That's actually tomorrow, tomorrow morning. Like I said, I don't remember the time, but we should definitely stay tuned for that one. That's going to be a good game. And hopefully Tigres picks up a result. Um, and the next topic that I had for you guys was, sorry, just uh, kind of a random take I, I, I came up with um, when I was planning what I was going to talk about in the podcast. Um, just, just the future of, of the U U S national team. It's for me, you know, I've been, I've been following a lot of, of their youngsters and they're all really, really, really good. I think they have a pool of like 30 solid players for the, for the next, next world cup cycle, which is insane. Um, just uh, by the fact that they didn't make the last World Cup, and and for this next coming cycle, it's gonna be really really fun 
to to watch the U U.S. national team. Like I said, uh, recently a lot of players have been have been making the move to Europe, just playing higher higher competition, higher level. You know, you got you got guys like Weston McKinney, Gio Reyna, um, who else? Christian Pulisic, uh, Aronson, who just scored his first goal today for for Red Bull Leipzig. You know, I can off the top of my head right now, I can't think those are the only ones that that come to mind. But I mean, they're loaded. You know, in Europe, they're playing with big European teams really good competition and it was just a random random thing i had i was like bro the u.s national team in the future is looking stacked and that's coming from from someone who's always i mean i'm mexican you know hispanic it's always been mexico mexico for me you know mexico mexico and it always will be but i mean I, i've been i've lived here in the u.s my whole life and I've never seen this much, the talent that's coming up, I've never seen it, you know? And it's crazy because a lot of those kids are Mexican-American, you know? They have their parents, uh, grandpa, their grandparents were, were born in Mexico, uh, moved over to the U.S., you know, then they were born. So a lot of them have dual citizenship and they're choosing to play with, with the national team, you know? That just goes to show how how they, how loaded they are you know they see a potential with this team with the pool of players coming up they see oh shit we could really we could really do something if we if we gel together you know the only question for me is uh if the the coaching you know uh Greg Berhalter uh he's an MLS Cup champion i believe won it with uh with the Columbus crew but uh, there's still questions about him, you know, if he could, if he has what it takes to lead such a talented group of players. But I mean, we always have to give him a chance, you know, give the coaches a chance. Um, they've been re doing really good in their in their recent friendlies. Um, I believe they haven't lost in the in any of their friendlies they've played recently or this year. I mean, the competition isn't the best, but it's gonna be fun to see when they play tough competition, you know, this uh, first international break that's coming up when, when they can mix the European players, the European based players with the players from MLS, I think it's going to be, it's going to be fun, really fun to watch. But yeah, that was just a, a random little random take I had the other day is that the U S national team is looking really good for, for the upcoming upcoming cycle or whatever i mean just the talent in general that's coming up in the u.s as a whole i feel like is is and that i feel like that has to do with just how soccer is just goes to show how soccer is developing in the united states uh there's more emphasis being put into it it's expanding more leagues are coming in and professional leagues, you know, leagues who play are paying their players, uh, building really good projects, hiring staff, great staff, coaches, and bu just building solid teams. And I feel like that's helped this country and the game of soccer really grow. Because it's really, if you ask me, it's night and day from even last decade, 2010s, to where 
to where it is now is it's just expanded really 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 nice and well i mean it, at the end of the day too you gotta look at it um from the bigger picture it, the soccer in the u.s is is a baby you know if you, if you look at it that way compared to european leagues who you got clubs like uh, legendary clubs like Liverpool, um, Manchester United, who've been around since the early 1900s, you know. Comparing that to MLS, which has only been around 25 years, I believe. It's like, come on, it's you know, this league, this sport in this country is a baby. But I feel like it's 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 just growing and the potential for it to grow is, is so immense. I, I feel like not only this league... But the, this country is going to be a, a hotbed for for big time players to to make the move, you know, and be like, oh, um, I don't want to play in the U.S., you know. We already see it happening with the likes of guys like Slatan. Um, well, I mean, Slatan, he he's not he wasn't in his peak, you know, you'd say, but he was still scoring goals. But then you guys got like Carlos Vela, um, Chicharito Hernandez, Mexican players like Alan Pulido. Um, Alejandro Pozuelo for Toronto FC, Spanish international. You got big names coming down to this league and making an impact. And that's just making the, the quality of the soccer in the MLS be that much better, you know? It's getting more technical. It's getting... it's There's more ideas in it now. It's not just, uh, you know, straightforward playing like long ball. You see more tactics being put into it, more... more, ta more tactically gifted technically gifted players playing and it's 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 growing it's really growing and it's exciting to see you know um they just now the mls just announced that they're kicking off the season um in april and then there there's some some new teams coming into the mix austin fc is bringing their new their new uh franchise you got sac sac republic bringing in their franchise i mean it's just growing and growing and as a soccer fan yeah, it's exciting to see because, because like I said, the potential here of kids here with talent is is really is really great, and that just that's just gonna give them give them a bigger platform to to display that, and hopefully, this this country grows the game, and it gets as big as as basketball and football is, you know, because it definitely has the the potential for that. But yeah, that was just a a random little take I had on the amount of talent there is here in the U.S. and how fat, how big the, the game is growing. And like we covered the Tigres game. That's a big one. Um, but yeah, that's all I, all I, pretty much all I had planned for this podcast. Um, next week and for the next couple of weeks, hopefully um, we have some, some dope interviews lined up, hopefully. If everything goes as planned, you know, with the whole having to do it over over Zoom, sometimes it creates like a conflict of scheduling. But but we got some nice interviews, um, both um, pros um, and a couple couple other ones. So so stay tuned for those. Those, those interviews should be fun. But um, thank you guys for for tuning in for the loyal listeners. Um, also the feedback, you know, I've, I've had some guys some guys hit me back and saying. You know, just constructive. Uh, I, I I accept. I I had my, I I like that uh, constructive criticism. You know, I know I'm not the best. I'm still working on the speaking. You know, 
it's not my strong suit but i promise you guys with every podcast i feel like i'm getting more comfortable and better so hopefully this this continues we continue to be consistent with it and bring you guys some dope soccer content um on the page too uh we're starting to post more more cool stuff so stay tuned for that continue to bring you guys some more interviews with some some pro players you know and just keep it rolling so but yeah like i said i appreciate all the feedback keep hitting me back with that um and yeah i'll catch you guys for the next one peace